Hello and welcome to another episode of Big Sad Fun, a sports podcast where we break down what's big, sad, and fun in this week of sports. My name is James Johnson and I'm here with Edward Dickey. Edward, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you too, man. It's, you it, it is a nasty day outside. Can I just say I'm proud of us because we recorded an episode last week and we're recording one this week. That's back to back weeks. We're going to have an episode of Big Sad Fun, assuming that I get the editing, editing done <laughs> and put it up. Sometimes hell must be freezing over. And I don't delete it because that's happened before too. I'm louder than hell in my headphones. Yeah, you're good. What do you, you guys sure? think out there? Give us a like if you think Edward is too <laughs> loud. I, think I, I don't know. Fine. I think it's just I can I can hear myself. Yeah. Um, it might also just be, you know, it's, nice, it's nice just to be in this loud. Yeah. It's just your voice and that you happens. bring a robustness to the uh, the program, and I appreciate that. So, uh, so <laughs> let's get sports. on. Let's get on with it now. <laughs> Getting so, a little uncomfortable. Okay, so we're going to talk about our big this week, and our big this week is, of course, it's Super Bowl time in America, friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're about a week and a half removed from almost a week now uh, from the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, had, uh, let, let's, let's take a moment that? to talk about the championship games first yes. uh, and how we got these two teams, Kansas City and oh, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I thought uh, the mayor coming out about, um, you know, doing we're going to have a fraternity test to see if Joe Burrow really is Pat Mahomes' dad. It's like, God, that's so lame. Um, he he took it in stride. So that whole um, – let's talk about that for a second because you had that going on. You had the Burrow head thing going on. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you – sometimes you talk a little too much and you you make, you make uh, the the big man Andy Reid mad. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Cincinnati is so young. You know, they're, so, they're yeah. going to be good for so long. And I, I, I well, love what Burrow said about like you know our window is my entire career um, exactly and that's how you want your quarterback to yeah be, right and also I think and you know it's what I kind of focus on a lot is the fickleness of fans where you know right. last week everyone was convinced Joe Burrow was the second coming of Tom Brady and yeah. now everybody's like oh well he's not actually that he's good it's like, well, which, yeah, which is right. it yeah right you know I mean only only two quarterbacks make it to the Super Bowl every year people should be happy because uh, you know Dak Prescott's window was about two weeks in 2016 so. <laughs> um, Anyway, we're not talking about Dak. We're not talking about Dak. We're talking about uh, Super Bowl teams, which is, of course, not going to be when, Dak. And you know, I obviously I thought at the beginning of the year, you know, I thought for sure the Bills would be in this. I did too. Um, I'm actually shocked the Bills didn't make it. I think you know Josh Allen's regression is is wild, but he'll get it figured out. But once again, we're talking about other teams. Yeah. So um, so <laughs> yes. let's start with the actual game. Um, with the game that was good, Cincinnati and and um, and uh, Kansas City. <laughs> there it is. The way that one ended. Uh, a lot of controversy come down. I've seen the play a couple times now. I feel it was terrible for that. It was clearly a penalty. Yes. Right, so let's let's get that out of the way right now. And there was no flopping happening. The kid pu- pushed Mahomes yeah. down. And I mean, I think all the way out of bounds. I'm sure. That, and I feel bad for that kid. He's he's right. made a lot of good plays this year. He's he a great great linebacker for. It, it, sh- it shouldn't be defined by that one play. And he won't be. He won't be. Um, but this is, what's gonna, this is what's going to sit. What, this is what's going to sit for this now. This is going to sit um, for now, probably. For, but it might motivate. And him. I know a lot of people were angry about like you know the refs the entire game, and it's like, well, yeah. I've I mean, heard, the ref shouldn't yeah. define a game. I think. I mean, but Kansas City also, won it. That like, also can't be an excuse. So. Uh, you know, like, Cincinnati could. No, it, it can be an excuse. It's just not a good one. It's just not a good one. No, yeah, absolutely. I agree you can with that. say it until the cows come home, but it doesn't doesn't change the fact that and you're I, still and lost. I think Cincinnati was a little bit high on their horse. I think they were a little bit like you know we've done this three or four times in a row. We're yeah. gonna beat these guys again. And I think you you get this. You got you got Andy Reid fired up, and you got Patrick Mahomes. You still have the best, maybe the best football player of all time, sitting there uh, now going to his what third you know, or fourth Super Bowl. I saw something and. It'd be interested in your take on it. Let's say he retires tomorrow. 
Wow, that's a bad time for Kansas City. <laughs> Obviously, but um, that's a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Like, no. Al- already. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. that's, it's so wild, like, how. Particularly if he good wins this, guy's this been. one. If yeah, he, oh, wins if he wins this Super Bowl. There's no reason yeah, for him to he doesn't retire before this Super Bowl. Yes. And but, then, but, like, even making it to, what, two? Yeah. Three? I th- he's, I think this is, I think this is his third one. It could be his fourth one. His third and four years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's that, lost. That he's won right. one. He's lost one. Yeah, so, so at least go. at least he's made it to at least two. He's gonna make a lot more, as far um, as I can tell. Won an MVP like that. Yeah, that's a Hall of Fame career already, yeah, yeah. and he's not even thirty. I know. Um, he's like twenty-seven years old. Yeah, Burrow's twenty-six. I mean, these those two guys were battling out there, but they need one of them thirty years old. Josh Allen, you mentioned him before. Yeah. He's in his early twenties as well. Dak Prescott's only twenty-nine. <laughs> and you know, hurt. You know, and obviously we're focusing on one side of this, but hurts as well. Yeah, as as he yes. figured it out. I mean, when you look back at us. When we were talking about you know the fantasy thing, yeah. we both were like, eh, "Hurts, he's he's not because they had him ranked as like you know the yeah. number two overall quarterback." And you and I both were like, "Yeah, that seems a bit high." Because we expected him to get hurt. He ended up being the MVP of my league. He scored the most fantasy points in my league. I wow. don't know how, based on how scoring works in different leagues, he might have been somewhere else. But yeah. in my league, he had the most points. So well done, Jalen Hurts. He didn't even play the last two weeks of the season. <laughs> uh, so the thing about the thing about the other game. Uh, was it was a disaster the brock purdy experiment ended um oh god yeah sorry without... I, it took me a minute i was like Wait, what happened there oh that's <laughs> yes, right yes yes and apparently even though brock purdy had been their backup had been their starting quarterback for like seven or eight weeks they didn't think it was worthwhile to go find a competent backup and so well and then he also got hurt himself it's it's hard it's hard, to yeah, find, it's hard. Well, nfl football is hard You're right. it's, it's hard to find it's a, hard fourth, to run a, a fourth quarterback right um the, there were options out there and even if even i'm, if, I'm I sure think christian mccaffrey was playing quarterback at one point during this game and i mean i that the the guy who came in he's a the definition of a journeyman yeah a journeyman backup he's the, played for literally 15 or 16 teams yeah so like half the and league. uh he's the guy who uh joe thomas tells a story of uh introducing himself in the huddle is that right? Have you have you heard that story? I have heard that story. I yeah, totally that, that was the quarterback that. who he did it to. Okay, that's um, awesome. Where he, he yeah, he's like, hey, well, I'm I'm your left tackle. Good to meet you. <laughs> Good to meet you. I'll be protecting you. I'll be keeping you off the dirt today. Um, but I mean, that's that's a tough scenario to absolutely <laughs> all of a sudden come in. Oh, absolutely. And, and now, I mean, Jesse Brock Purdy's going to be out for like six months. Yeah, and that's uh, it, that. I mean, he may or may not be ready for training camp. And I feel like a guy like him, like. If you lose your starting spot, yeah, I don't not, know if you're getting it back. You're not getting it back. So um, that's I the mean, other you, thing he was too. he was great for a little bit. I'm sure. Now his trade value is pretty high. Um, would Maybe. you t- would you take him in? Uh, I would in give Dallas. I'll give you Dak Prescott for him right now. But I, like, what remind, in, Purdy reminds me of a of a really young Tony Romo. I can uh, see that he's got some of the same skill set and yeah. same kind of um, same kind not, of thing. Not going quite on. as polished. Not as um, polished. But Romo wasn't that polished when he started either. So. Remember, Romo was undrafted. This kid was drafted, yeah. So Romo was undrafted out of Eastern Illinois. This kid was the last pick in the draft, so he was like right yeah. there, you know. Um, although I was looking at some of his college stats, he was pretty good. In college. Yeah. yeah, it's a quarterback is such a weird position to draft yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in any case, he got hurt, and as soon as that happened, the game was over. It seemed like the defense yeah. had to go out there and score, and uh, that's not generally what they're designed to do because uh, they couldn't <laughs> move the ball at all. Eagles defense is really, really good. So, and it, I mean that's. I mean, I think that defense is just—it's—it's it's solid. I mean, yeah. it's all the way through. I don't—I don't know if they really have a weakness. Their um, defensive line, as well as their offensive line, as we transition now to actually talking about the Super Bowl game. Uh, the, yeah, man, just just saying, the they, they got, got a, to beat. 
Got a, drafted a couple dogs. Yeah, well, Georgia little dogs. Um, <laughs> but you know they have uh, they got Jordan Jordan Davis Jordan and uh, Nicobe Dean. I think yeah, they do have Nicobe Dean. I want yeah. I wanted Dallas to get Nicobe Dean so he, bad. Yeah, it was me too. I wanted Georgia to get. Or I wanted the Falcons to get him. But but anyway, I think so, you know it's another. I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. Um, absolutely. I don't know who I'm going to take yet. Yeah. I, I'm leaning towards the Eagles. I know you don't like the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. In fact, uh, if the I Eagles really win, like I will the, never watch football again. See, you heard it here I, I'm going to go ahead and here. call that bluff. <laughs> <laughs> How could you possibly uh, call that bluff? I was going to take a look and see. Uh, do we know what the spread is yet, right now? Um, I do not. Okay. I can look it up. But uh, I'm looking, like I'm looking it, up. it up right now as we're as we're talking about this. I, I'm going to cheer for Kansas City, and I think I I would put my money on Kansas City, I guess. Um, but uh, man, the Eagles—they're just so good right now, and I I don't. You want to know right reason? now is Eagles are favored by one and a half. I don't know another reason why I'm going to take the Eagles. Why is that? Because of that Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty solid. Um, but that was pretty solid. Well, and, and and so the Eagles come down to what we talked about at the very beginning when we were talking doing an NFL preview, talking fantasy football. I think I said, I think I said, I think you said we agreed on this that if Jalen Hurts stays healthy, this team is going to be really good and yeah, really dangerous. Yes. And here they are. They, he stayed healthy when it mattered. Yes, you know he was able to I take, mean, yeah, take once, a couple once weeks the, off. Yeah. Once they won the division, it didn't matter. Uh, you know, <laughs> Dallas was not going to come back and win that. So so Hurts. You know, for uh, this season uh, was just on fire, and, and I think I think he is in the right system for him. Oh, absolutely, and that's that's not a knock on anybody. I think he's a solid. I think he'd be a solid player in any system, but absolutely. he's it, this is the exact perfect system for him. Yeah, and he's just able to dominate. Who's that kid? What's that kid's name that plays for the Patriots now? Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. So I saw a picture the other day of. Him and Jalen oh, Hurts and Tua. Uh, Tua all hanging out in Alabama uniforms. Man, that, uh, and that was the quarterback room. That is, and that whole team was so stacked. It was. It was uh, really I mean, when you look at the receivers they had, it was pretty so, like Waddle, C.D. Lamb. <laughs> we've got back to back. I'm trying to think this through. We've got back to back college national champions playing in the Super Bowl. That's got to look good for... Wow, that is interesting. And that is for the SEC as well. So back-to-back SEC champions. You got Burrow. Now yeah. You got, now you've got... Um, Hurts. Hurts. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, he was on that team. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, he, he came back and beat Georgia. Yeah. Was he the one that came in for Tua? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... No. No, it was the other way around. Cause, yes. Because Hurts moved then, on to Oklahoma. But then the next year, at some point... I can't remember. At some point, Hurts came in at halftime to beat Georgia. Well, I think I, you know. I think I've done that. So <laughs> no. So uh, all but, these years kind of run together. I know, right? Um, and, then, but, and then Hurts transferred to Oklahoma, where uh, he almost won a Heisman Trophy, our third in a row. Yeah, um, but I digress. Now I do think it's interesting seeing both fan bases fight over who gets to claim him. Um, <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> but uh, now, that now here's now here's that another here's another interesting thing though. The Kels brothers playing each other. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and also, what I love is that they picked this year to start a podcast. Oh really? So they they're doing a podcast and now they're playing each other. Are yeah. they are they going to have an episode this week or next week or? They might have. Okay. Yeah, I think they did. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but and you know it's kind of interesting because one of them, uh, I guess Travis was like, yeah, because you know normally we don't really get to talk to each other during the season, <laughs> so it's kind of nice to have a podcast. Yeah, where have a like, podcast where you talk to each other. Yeah, I um, heard a quote from their mom was like, I don't know who's going to win, but I know that neither one of them like losing. <laughs> <laughs> um. That'll be fun though. What is yeah. uh, uh, the other Kelsey? Not the tight end. What is he? What position center. does he play? He plays center. Okay. Uh, I Jason. thought he was on the offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he was the 
instigator of the Christmas album. So <laughs> the offensive line for the Eagles is pretty dang good too. I mean, that, their, it's their one trenches of the, are the best. It's one of the best offensive lines. Yeah. Um, like you have Jordan Jordan Mailata. He's he's. Uh, <laughs> well done. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, but he's um, <laughs> Samoan, I think. Okay. Um, he, and and this- he's a. Absolute monster. Samoa has always produced great offensive line. <laughs> well, and he uh, he like never played football before. Of course, one and of those he was stories. he was like in rugby, and then <laughs> he watched the Blind Side and was like, "I'll play left tackle. I can do that." Yeah. Um, well, like when he came over, <laughs> they were like, "What position do you play?" And he said, "I don't know, left tackle." I don't know. What am I going to get paid the most for? Um, left tackle. Okay. Because that was the only position he knew because of the Blind Side. Because <laughs> of the Blind Side, everything I learned about everything I know about football, I learned from the Blind Side. Basically, yeah. um, and then uh, Lane Johnson's solid, and Kels yeah. is solid. It's just a solid it's just offensive solid. line. It's solid. It's great. But then you know you can never count out um, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh right. I mean, it's just. I mean, that's the thing. Patrick Mahomes is a superstar. That being said, that being said, if they can get pressure on him, you know what happened a few years ago yeah. when the Patriots played him, right? Where was it the Patriots? Yeah, who just just completely was it the Patriots or the Rams? Page. I can't remember. Man, but these Super Bowls are running. Oh, it might have been Rams. It might have been last year against the no, Rams. No, no, no. It was a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Well, anyway, the, the Rams did it to um, Cincinnati last year. Okay, yeah, that's right. So it was the Patriots, I think. It yeah. was the Patriots against Kansas City, and they just... That was like the most boring Super Bowl. It was terrible. I think 9-6 to six or something like that. It, it was terrible, but what happened was they, they got pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, you know, even though he was still throwing the ball great, his receivers were dropping it, so yeah, that Kansas was, that was City one of those can just, be beat. They're, yeah. not, they're not impenetrable. I like the Eagles that feel like they're more complete to me mm-hmm. than the Kansas City Chiefs are. That being said, the Kansas City Chiefs used to be the Dallas Texans, and I say, let's go Chiefs. In fact, <laughs> I'm officially changing my fandom <laughs> to Kansas City, the Dallas Texans. You can't do that. Leaving the Cowboys <laughs> behind. Uh, but now I'm going to be interested. I, I haven't really like dug into all the X's and O's of it, but I'm excited about watching these two teams go at it. I well, definitely think these are two... Very fun teams. Very two very fun teams to watch. Yes, I would have to agree with that. We'll do a little bit more in depth uh, look at the game next week if we if we go on air next week. Three in I, a row. That would be that's a streak. That's what Dallas tried to do in the nineties. Didn't work out. All right. So everything ties back to. <laughs> so speaking of uh, inconsistency, <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, our sad for the week, which is uh, your Hawks. So. I was just going to say that they're bad. That was going to be our sad. But then last night they win by 40. <laughs> so, so now so the sadness into, is in just being inconsistent. Um. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So they're 26 and 26. Okay. Sounds like pretty consistent to me. <laughs> they are 17 and 17 against the East. 9 and 9 <laughs> against the West. 8th out of 15 East teams. They have scored 6,000. And 57 points, and they've allowed 6,057 points. <laughs> they, they seem very consistent. <laughs> but it's like, because some nights we'll look like, all right, this is... You called them before uh, aggressively mediocre? <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> yes. And, I love that terminology. And it's like, you know, you'll see the glimpses of greatness, and then you'll see just absolute bonehead... So what's the deal? What's going on? That sounds like coaching to me. That's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Um, I think the game has just passed Nate McMillan by. Have they – they still have Nate McMillan. I know yeah. that there was, he was on the chopping block, it seems like, not too long I ago. Think, I think he might still be there. He might still, um, he's just hanging out there. But in like so – and I, I think we made the right move in keeping him after that Eastern Conference Finals thing, uh, that run. But I think he was running somebody else's system then. Yeah. And 
uh, like specifically Lloyd Pierce, who's a younger guy. Yeah. And I think now that he's instituted his own system, his the game has just kind of <laughs> passed him by. Um, you say passed him by, you mean it's going too fast for him? <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, what, that what, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? So, okay. Let's put this in football terms. Yes. Translate this into national <laughs> sport for me. <laughs> a really old defensive coordinator doesn't change. Right. Eventually, offenses evolve past him. Okay. So if if you're, Mon- you're Monty Kiffin. Yeah, you, you're you're going to be out the door. Yes. Even though you're a great defensive coordinator in your time. If you don't evolve, yeah. you know, organisms don't evolve, go extinct. And so you're saying his offense, his, is, it, his, is it run through big man? It's not run through big man. No, but I, th- I mean, and I'm... I uh, I don't have the Bally package. Yeah. So uh, I can only watch them occasionally. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's it's a lot of just weird stuff going on. It's just it's not a great system for yeah. it. And so personally, I want us to go get Becky Hammonds. Okay. Um, she was a Spurs assistant for years. I remember years. her. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm not sure where. I think she's in the WNBA now. Okay. But, you I mean, you I want think to we, hire a female head coach? That'd be fun. I want, to, be I want to hire a brilliant basketball mind who happens to be a female. Yes, <laughs> that's um, a good way to put it. That's great. And that's I think you know we're progressive with, and woke here at Big Sad Fun. I uh, think we've done good with Popovich assistants before yes. with uh, yes. Holzer. Mm-hmm. Um But I think that would be a great now. Uh, and what do you like about her in particular? Like, is it her style her, of offense? Yes, style of defense? Yes, okay. it's a lot more ball movement. But okay. um, and you've got the team for that. I mean, it seems like. We have the With talent Trey there. And, and DeAndre Hunter. Like, and the other thing is, like, we've been hurt a lot. Yes, yeah, um, I heard about this. And so that, like, you know, it's in the NBA, as much as basketball can be kind of run through one guy, Yeah, it's still hard to, like, all right, if one player scores 40. That's only 40 of 120 you need, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Where's you, the other 80 you need, you need other from? guys. Yeah. And, you know, when other, when, whenever you have, like, three starters hurt, it's going to be hard to win yeah. a basketball game. Yeah. Um, so are they going to pull it together or not? You know, I hope so. I mean, we're we're <laughs> okay. back to five hundred. I mean, we're getting close to the uh, the home stretch here, are we? Yeah, and you know, but and the other thing though is with the NBA, everybody make like pretty much everybody making the playoffs. Yeah, right. You know, maybe. <laughs> Where are they sitting right now as far as playoff? Um, towards the bottom. Towards the bottom, and there's a play in game, right? Yeah, I think I think uh, I think we're in the play on play in game. They they changed this the uh, uh, format so often. Yeah. That I can't keep up with it. Um, so I want to read you um, what I posted on Facebook today. Uh, Facebook.com. Facebook.com. That's right. Backslash Facebook. Uh, <laughs> so this is actually, I, I posted this in relation to the Atlanta Falcons. However, I do think it can apply to uh, your Hawks as well. This is a Bible verse from Deuteronomy chapter uh, 14. Verses, verses 11 through 13. This is what it says. You may not eat, you may eat, you may eat any clean bird, but these you may not eat, the eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, the black kite, and any kind of falcon. And I said, falcons, the original dirty bird. So (laughs) (laughs) that I think can be applied to the hawks as well. What's what's a kite? (sighs) It's some kind of bird, man. (laughs) All right. It's some kind of bird of prey, right? I think it's a hawk. I'm going to say it's a hawk. And the red hawk, the red hawk and the black hawk, and that is, you know, that we're in there. That's your colors, man. Isn't yeah, it? I'm, I'm black, with that. Black, red and black. Um, but I mean, I think so. The Bible's on your side. I like it. That's my point. Um, I think we have the players that we need. Yeah. Um, but also, like you know, there was that athletic article about how there's a lot of dysfunction in the front office. Yeah. And I don't like that at all. Yeah. In fact, oh, oh we didn't talk about that. Steve Coonan. Didn't he get fired? No. Okay. He got reassigned, or he oh, he reassigned himself. He did. Okay. 
one of my favorite uh one of my favorite I know sports... not Steve Coonan. Steve the the GM moved himself to president of basketball operations and then So what happened to Steve Coonan? Did he get fired? No, I think he's... I think he got removed. I don't remember, but what I do remember is that his he he did a piece on 929 the game every week, like every Friday or something like that. He would come on an interview with the guys and he was just a lot of fun it seemed like. Yeah. He was a fun interview, fun guy to talk to about all kinds of things. And it looked like he was solidly in that organization forever. He is the CEO of the Hawks still. So he still is? Yes. Okay, good. Well, um, that, that makes me feel better. I, maybe he's the one who moved somebody then. Yeah, I think, but like there's some, like the owner's son, so making a lot of decisions. Yes. And, yeah. Yes, that's exactly and what I'm thinking of. I don't pay for the athletic, so I, I you know, I have to, Let I me have throw. to read um, screenshots of it. Yeah. So there's, there's a solid chance I missed some certain paragraphs. We support the athletic. However, uh, we can't afford I, you, and we would I like am poor. if uh, the athletic, athletic would like to give us a free subscription. I, we will I would make the them a of sponsor of Big Side Fun. 100. Uh, and we could talk about how great the athletic is. It is uh, once good, we learn how to say athletic. I think it'll be helpful. Speaking of other sad things that have to do with uh, sports sons. Uh, I watched an interview on Rich Eisen with the son of uh, the Jaguars owner, who is also their f- yeah. president of uh, um, football he's, operations. He's also the head of uh, um, AEW. He came out. He came off to me as being a punk. I just did not like him. Um, but, he seemed nice. Yeah, but he seemed very polished. Well, I yeah, guess. he's he just a, knows he's a billionaire what he's son. Doing. Right. Um, it didn't seem like to me that he had much knowledge about, t- about Tony, what Tony he, Khan. He, yeah, Tony Khan. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. He's uh so he's the president of a professional wrestling company. Right, that's it's in direct competition with like Raw or something, right? With WWE, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, anyway, I saw this interview with him and he just he held his uh, yeah, can't you guys can't see this, but he held his coffee cup like this the entire time and he was just He's like, very awkward. And dude. you could tell that he was just quoting uh stuff that had been fed to him, I guess. Yeah. He didn't seem to have much insight. There wasn't seen to be much going on upstairs. I, that's all I'm saying. That, I didn't see that. I, and maybe completely unfair. It was like a 15-minute interview with Rich Eisen. Maybe he was nervous. I don't know. Um, I think he's more of a wrestling and soccer guy. Yes. Yeah, he talked um, about that. He talked about he's, that. And he's, uh, I don't think he's a big football guy. Yeah. He was just like, I'm so glad that we got, you know, we got uh, Lawrence to be, you know, like he, re- he really clicked for him. Like he really got it going, you know. Yeah. And, that was well, that's really you know that's really what <laughs> Peterson brings to the the Jaguars is like, you know like, yeah we you know well, people were worried about Lawrence but you know, like you know well Peterson you know Peterson. <laughs> that's uh, also that's got to be tough though for I, oh absolutely well Look, no no but like I would he, love he to have his problems he can't say <laughs> he can't um, say, he wow, can't we say Ur- really Urban Meyer really messed up with Urban well, yeah Meyer. Urban Meyer was an absolute um, dumpster fire. <laughs> right. um, because you know you open yourself up for lawsuits. What you got to respect, I guess. Um, maybe it's part of the. I feel like a lot of sons would throw their fathers under the bus in a situation like that. Yes. <laughs> and he was very professional and kind. Maybe it's he. The, yes, but I, from what I've seen of him, I completely get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I don't think that he's a. Uh, he's not the most charismatic human. Yeah, may, and may, maybe you know, uh, maybe it's not fair. I, I will confess that it's probably unfair. For me to I make know, but this no, it's a it's a fair fair criticism. Just saw that wanted to throw that onto yeah. the onto the podcast. Now let's have some fun and yeah, talk yeah. about what do you want to talk about for our fun today? So I was struggling to come up with something, and because um, sports aren't fun. <laughs> well, because uh, 
I don't know. I've got I've got a lot of ideas, and I'm trying to hone them into something. You folks at home should know that Edward is the one who puts together our rundown every three weeks when we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so if now, you have any uh, suggestions and or complaints, send them to Edward Dickey, uh, or you can tweet on us at Big Sad Fun. Hey, there you go on Twitter. Um, favorite sports moment of a team that you don't directly root for. Okay, so we're talking about sports moments for any sport that did not involve the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Basically, for you, yes. That I like, that I Yes. Favorite. All right, you told me this about two minutes before we went on air. And... Well, because I thought it'd be too easy for me, because I can just be like, oh, Braves win the World Series, Georgia win in the Right, right. It's like, that's, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I've, ta- I've talked about that in nausea. But I, I like this. I like this caveat. It's really good. Um, I, I, got, I think I have two, so I'll go first. Okay. And then you have one, and then we'll do a little Oreo here. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, the little Oreo. So um, the first one, the the one that immediately jumped into my head, um, was uh, Phelps winning mm, that that one. that relay race way back in what was it, twenty ten, uh, in the Olympics. Um, also, the other caveat I threw in there was like ten ish years. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. So yeah, this, yeah. this 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 may be right outside the the cycle. Uh, <laughs> As the person who created the parameters, I'll let it slide. Thank you, sir. Uh, but anyway, I what I what I loved about it was you know that was the that was the year that he was going to try to break the record, get the eight gold medals or whatever, mm-hmm. and he'd gotten seven of them, I think, and now it came down to this relay race, right? And uh, Ryan Lochte, I think, was was on that team. I don't know whoever it was. <laughs> like Phelps did his stretch, and then it was like. They clearly had fallen behind, and it just looked like they were not going to do it. And it, you could see, you could see the the look of disappointment on Phelps's face. But everybody in America was watching, just being like, "Oh, he's not going to do it." Like, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, the last and I, I can't remember his name, but the last guy, the guy who did the last leg of the relay, he just turned it on oh, and he pulled that. from yes. behind, and it was like. He hits the he hits the edge of the pool and everyone in America is just like in disbelief <laughs> and celebrating like crazy. I remember that I remember that moment stuck in my head. I was watching it in my living room with my roommate at the time. And uh it was <laughs> I mean we went out drinking afterwards. We were so we were so pumped about that moment. <laughs> out there and I was like, what are you what are so they that, so excited about? That was about? a great and, and there was something about that moment that was iconic is that like everyone in America was cheering for this, yes, this yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it wasn't like, you know, the Redskins and the Cowboys or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't Georgia and Auburn or whatever. Um, no, I get it. Was, there's was a unifying aspect of yes, it. Yes. That, um, that which I think is up. what you kind of need for a great sports moment. So that's a great one for me. What's one of yours? Or what's yours? So another one. Another one. <laughs> in, in that it's, um, you know, kind of everybody wanted it to happen is Kobe Bryant's last game. Oh. Uh, when he dropped like seventy, I hate Kobe Bryant. Or I did, I did. <laughs> at 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 one point, I did, but that last game was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and I also I grew up sneaking out of my room to watch the Lakers oh, really? play at like you know play the late night game. So I've kind of watched a lot of Kobe Bryant. And when then I was I was in a, I'm gonna go into some backstory. I was in a yeah, please. A weird point. I wasn't the happiest human being at this point in time in my yeah, life. Right. And um, that was just an oddly happy moment. Of just watching a That's team cool. that I do not care about, right? And you know the Lakers at that point in time were not going to the playoffs. Yeah, but watching Kobe Bryant drop like seventy, yeah, on somebody was ju- it was awesome. That, um, that is true. And at like four hundred years old, <laughs> he um. So I, I said before I hate him. That's a strong a strong language. But but the reason why is I, I'm a I've told you this before, but I, I am a when it comes to the NBA, I follow a player, not necessarily yeah, a team, yeah, yeah. right? So it was originally Michael, as it was for every kid growing up in the nineties. Yeah. 
Um, and then Allen Iverson. And mm. Allen Iverson uh, was like the biggest rival of yes. Kobe Bryant. Yes, okay, I right? completely get your distaste. And so it, it, just that whole team, Shaq, all of them, I just, I, I could not stay. Do you, do you like Shaq now? Mm. Yeah, you're right. And I, and, I, and I started to like Kobe later on. Yeah. I do remember the night that he dropped 81. Oh, uh, God, yeah. And yeah, and yeah. that was like me and my friend had been out uh, eating pizza or something. And he was like scoring points, scoring points, and, and we had to go. So we left. And we drove back home. And we lived in the same apartment complex over by Emory. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both walked out of the car. The game had just ended. It was 81. We both walked out of the car. We're on opposite ends of the parking lot. And we just look at each other and go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then every like every five years after that, we would text each other and be like, hey, it's the fifth anniversary. It's the 10th anniversary of 81. <laughs> Uh, and neither one of us cared about the Lakers yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But he was it was just kind of fun to watch him yeah, like especially like you know whenever it'd be a close game in the fourth quarter and you're like all right here yeah. it comes he would take over um, he would just take over. That's one of my favorite stories it was a uh, there was a young guy who was guarding him and he said he like you know was really excited and he kind of held him for three quarters <laughs> held him for like you know 15 and and, and, uh, you ran out and of then uh, well Kobe looked at him and said you you played a good game son and, like the third <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm dominating. He's like, you, you yeah. played a good game. Good game, kid. <laughs> um, and then just like, oh, that's great. That uh, is a like, good story. Proceeded to score thirty in the fourth. <laughs> wow. So I'll throw out one more. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because it, this I was I was worried that the Kobe one would be your second one. No, no, no. Oh, that's a good one though. Yeah. I, if I had thought, if I had had more than two minutes to think about it, maybe I would come out this. This one is, um, this one probably is my all time favorite. Uh, and and I think once I say it, you're gonna agree with me. It was. Tiger Woods coming up the back oh, nine, God. coming up the yes. back nine on Sunday to win his fifteenth major uh, yes. after not having won in like ten years. Uh, the the Masters, the Masters, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah. Masters. When he came up, you know, when he he had not won for ten years, I think mm-hmm. it's been a long time, and uh, he was stuck on fourteen forever, and he's coming back from injury and coming back from all his personal stuff and whatever else, and, and then more injuries, and then <laughs> and then him coming up that back nine on Sunday. It's like my favorite, my. My favorite thing to do, uh, sports related, is to watch Sunday Masters yes. when Tiger is in the, in the mix. Yes, that's it. Uh, that that is the number one thing I like to do. Um, the Masters are awesome. Yeah, it's just amazing, and it's just it, the background music, everything, like the whole ambiance, everything about it is great. And Tiger you, Woods, you've, you've I love go, Tiger. You got to try and get to the practice round. I need to. I'll try to figure that out. But watching him come up the the you know charge charging once again yes. and uh, winning that thing. Watching him hug his son rather than yeah. his father, who he hugged at his first Masters. Oh, you know, God, yeah. I remember, I'm old enough to remember watching that first Masters in 1997. Uh, I was 17 years old. and I was five. Like everybody <laughs> else in America, I was drawn into uh, golf because of Tiger Woods. I mean, yeah. I didn't care about golf at all before that. I remember was... like Payne Stewart died maybe the couple years after that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to fact check you. So- <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> but... Uh, Everybody, like I was drawn in, you know, uh, and he was only a couple years older than I was, so it was, it was magical. It was magical watching yeah. that first one and then this last one, which may be his last one. Uh, we'll see. Uh, hopefully not. With Tiger, I've learned just never, never count him out. Um, yeah, but looking like it's tough for him to walk. Yeah, I remember when the news came down that he had been in that car accident. I was sitting right here where I am right now. And I, I just went out and started telling people because I was like, oh, my God, Tiger's dead. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or he's never going to walk again. Yeah. Nobody else cared. They were like, "Who's is that, what? And I was like, okay. It's like, God, this I, place is terrible. This place is terrible. <laughs> but no, that was uh, – uh, yeah. and I remember watching that and because one of my friends had been – him and I had been talking and he was saying, like, golf needs to move on from Tiger. Yeah. Um, but then that happened and he was watching and he saw the crowds like, all right, I get it. Yeah. 
Like yeah, yeah. this is, and uh, like, and you know, I've said this about Tiger before, probably even on this. There have been a lot of people to try and step up and take that and no one mantle, can do it. but no one can keep up. Like, no one can keep up. No, no one. No one has the same like superstar appeal and that they don't Tiger have the, the same mentality because you know yeah. the other thing is it's the same like the um, kobe bryant it's the all same mentality of these, yeah all, is, all of these golfers today are playing because of tiger woods yes right i mean they are all direct products of the tiger woods phenomenon and even though they're all really good they just don't have that all these millennials out here don't have that closer <laughs> instinct you know what is it? I'm that's, thinking that's that's what Kobe would say about LeBron, right? Is that he didn't have the closer instinct? I think it was uh, Davis Love who said, like when Tiger was going through all this stuff, and someone asked him about it. He said, well, "Here's what I can say about Tiger: he made me rich." <laughs> so speaking of that, I, I um, one of my favorite uh, Sports Center anchors used to be, still is, I guess, but Scott Van Pelt, mm-hmm. and he um, they asked him one time, "Well, how do you uh, how do you how do I get to where you are? Like you get your own you get your own like basically late night talk show on Sports Center." Uh, how do I get to be as famous and rich and do do not rich, but as famous and uh, as culturally relevant as you are in your show is? And he said, "Well, here's what you got to do: you become a niche reporter for a major network uh, for a niche uh, sport that no one cares about. Right as the greatest player of all time <laughs> is about to appear, and then you just ride the wave, man. That's very true. <laughs> because that's what happened with him. He was a side reporter for the for golf, yeah, uh, 1996, 95, 96. And uh, so, lo and behold, one Tiger more, Woods. One more thing. Um, like the Brian Winhorst story. <laughs> speaking of reporters, <laughs> yeah, Tom Hart is yes. still a finalist for the Braves. All right. So when are we going to know about this? Don't know. Okay. Tom. <laughs> Tom Hart, we know that you're a big fan of the show, that you're watching. Uh, we want to direct all of our so watching, have, listening. The, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> does he have a camera in here? Uh, we want to direct all of our followers to uh, support Tom in this great Yeah, if, great if, he, wants, if he wants it. Well, he wants it. I would, I would assume since, since he's a finalist, he wants it. Yeah. Um, he's had an opportunity to bow out. Tom, that, we're pulling for you, man. We'll keep pulling for you until the decision's made. Let's go Braves. Make the right decision. Let's do it. All right, man. We'll see you guys. See you next week.